Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Boobays. Boobays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about a fucked up film. Yeah, pretty pretty dark-sided, I'd say. At one point, my notes just go, what the fuck? It's really... What am I watching? Yeah, <laughs> especially like because some sequences don't even feel like they're real. Or like, you're. I'm like, what's happening? Well, I'm like, How I did we fully get expected it to just be black mold and then she killed all the police officers like who came to crazy. help her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what happened. Like, and thinking that's what happened to her dad too. That could have been an explanation as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I was because once the black mold, like there was that scene where the black mold like started literally growing on mm-hmm. the walls, and you could see it like overtaking it. I was like, oh shit, she hallucinated all of this and then just killed a bunch of police officers. Yeah. But that's I can what see happened. that because especially like I say, like it's almost like hallucinations, you know, most of the time. Yeah. So it's like she definitely seems like, like she could be ghosts and yeah. stuff. But then were they ghosts? Were they real? I were the cops who were laughing at her part of it. There's a lot of questions that get opened up with this because it doesn't necessarily yeah. explain everything, and it's like cut in a way where it's like it's kind of like I don't want to say. PC like but you know, like you know what I mean yeah. yeah 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 um maybe some reading in between the lines or rewatching will probably allow us yeah to I feel see. like I definitely need to mm-hmm. rewatch this film um my notes on it are look how short place. no look how oh. short they are because you were just into it yeah yeah and I was like I I, I think I mean kind of the same I can't I s- even write down what's happening right now I still had to um I found myself having to like force myself to like, okay, uh, get into the notes, like write something down so you remember where we're at or like what's happening. Um, but it was, uh, there was also a lot of like, or at least what, like one, two, three, four, four-ish, five, like a lot of jump scares throughout the entire film. Yeah. It, it did a really, I guess, good job, I feel like, of building tension and I then think releasing it. One of them got me. Yeah. I, I'd say like two or three got me, honestly. Because I was, but I was also kind of allowing myself to be like scared, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it is, um, came out in 2023, but it is uh, a reimagining reboot of a 2014 film called The Last Shift. Yes. uh, Directed by Anthony DeBlasi, who, you know, also directed this film. Exactly. And co wrote it with uh, Scott Poley. Um, And yeah, I tried to look into the last shift a little bit and it's it seems like basically 
homeboy got a budget and was like, let me just make this, but make it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we, and that's how we got Malum. Uh, so you want to just jump right in? Yep. Let's go for it. Um, we start off uh, with like a song that we hear throughout the entire movie <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, it's, yeah, it was like the main mm-hmm. theme song that you like you didn't hear really any other music it was just either like background ambiance type of scoring and then like this um and especially like we heard it in multiple ways like either in humming or like over the intercoms or by the you know people actually singing it um and we are at the langford police uh department station thing and we instantly see this like footage of it looks like the game of thrones chair (laughs) <laughs> like yeah a throne yeah uh-huh. it definitely was a throne yeah um i suppose fit for the king of uh-huh the uh herald of whatever harbinger of mm-hmm. the damned is what he was the, called. yeah mm-hmm. and the something of baron the temple of baron or yeah something like that there was a lot at some point because they're also like praising the low god and i thought this dude was the low god within it to then they're like no this demon is just i guess his lieutenant or something or the something yeah. right hand man of the low I'm god really not whoever that sure is mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff there. that wasn't explained all the way but we're basically watching all this footage of a ritual going on um we see um some pretty uh sadistic stuff on the footage it's very like found footage um, yes, mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was gonna be an found footage film at first. Like and I the was whole like, time. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Your favorite. Um, yeah. It definitely interjects and cuts into it a lot of times. Yes, but it is not a found footage film. Mm-hmm. No, and I wanted to try to find the lyrics to the song, but I can't uh. find it because it it kept playing over and over again, but mm-hmm. I didn't write it down. I didn't either. Um, but it basically is like saying something about like we. Pr- like pray to the temple of the low god and like in his arms we are safe and stuff mm-hmm. and his blood is washed as clean it sounded like a it's normal like, religious like song. a praise and worship song but yeah to their deity like, yes yeah and it um, was just mm-hmm. a very and of course every time they sung it it was a creepy rendition and not like sounding very much like a like a child happy-go-lucky r- rhyme like yeah a, like what a are they little called? nursery rhyme there you go mm-hmm and um yeah we we get that and then we then then we get with the captain it like transitions really quickly to the captain um captain what was his last name lauren lauren right yeah and uh and his first name was will will and so he basically there is they're in a locker room he's with the other male cops they're i guess getting off of their shifts and he you can already tell like there's something going on in his mind he's having some affliction happening and he opens up his locker and everybody starts clapping because we see that he basically saved the three girls that were in the ritualistic video thing that we saw playing um at the beginning of the film um and so we get a little glimpse of that in the foreshadowing because we see the name of the cult leader um, wow. with his like face, look like someone burned like, it with a little lighter or something. Yeah, or shot through it with yeah. a bullet, mm. possibly. It did have scorched edges. Yeah. So who knows? But and so it was a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. Um, Malum, yeah, was the last guy. John Malum, right? Yeah, yeah. John Malum. And so. Uh, the captain at this point is 
basically not taking the, the what's the word? Not praise, but like when people are like recognition, they're like, you know, trying to recognize them for it. And then one of the other uh, cops is like, you know, just take the win um, because you basically saved these girls, even though uh, the captain feels like he didn't. But there's also we yeah, find out he's got some obvious guilt mm-hmm. um, over not saving the fourth girl and thinking that he could have saved her had only he called it in sooner. Yeah. Becky. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So he feels bad. Betty. My bad. Betty. Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't remember her name. So Betty, yeah, her spirit ends up getting in the picky. Um, and so that's whenever, um, you know, the other cops leave, they head out for the and night. Even sorry, going mm-hmm. back just like right when we opened up to him, we got a him sitting there like in a daze, mm-hmm. just kind of chanting some words. And it was, I think, the song mm. that he was mouthing the words to ever so slightly. Yeah. And so it was like he had become kind of a part of it. And so clearly something's off. He's not in his right state of mind. And that's even more apparent when we go into the next scene, which is where we're in the shooting range, right? Yeah, the shooting range. And uh, this one guy cop is talking to another uh, lady cop. And I guess they had some like sexual intercourse or something. And And homeboy couldn't get it up. Couldn't get it up. And he was trying to explain himself, but... That's what they all say. Yeah. It's, yeah too much that to never drink. happens before. That's never happened to me before. Bitch. Bitch. Yes, it has. He had whiskey dick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so then um, she's as she's talking to him. She like we, you know, don't see. But she has a perspective and, you know, being like, oh, my God, no. And her head gets blown off. And then it happened so fast. Yeah. Like her head was just gone. And I was like, Bam. oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And then we see the captain, Loren, you know, with the shotgun. And then the other officer starts begging for him to not do it. And he gets killed. And then we get very abruptly a title card that says Malum. Um, and then, yeah, we get the captain back. He's sitting down in a holding cell. And he's got a dead guy next to him. And he's got a shotgun on him. And he's, you know, uh, what does he say? He starts saying something um he says is it the song or yeah i think he's saying something about the song yeah and then he says tell jessica and diane i'm so i'm sorry and tell him i'm so sorry and blows then his brains out yep he does Boom. exactly that yeah he analyzes himself and then we get a quick one year later um yep. time skip and we're with jessica mm-hmm. and She's getting ready for her first shift. Yeah. And it was pretty apparent to me that this was his daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't tell us her name yet. Yeah. But and I don't think I remember them saying the captain's last name at first either. So, no. like, reading her badge wouldn't have helped. But I don't know. For some reason, I was like, okay, this is probably Jessica. Yeah. And it was. And, mm-hmm. yeah, she's getting ready for her first shift. And um she's kind of the whole film she recites the the cop's oath kind of thing yeah something like that it's like the rule book or something Mm -hmm. and police officer's rule book handbook yeah handbook Mm -hmm. and she's sitting there reciting that and she tends to kind of do that throughout the whole film but then at some point it becomes more about it's more like the song right at some point she oh, says yeah, like, it like starts to shift into it into a religious tone rather mm. than because mm-hmm. the... it's like almost like a mantra yeah or you know like i don't know she and she always starts saying it whenever she's in her most like 
vulnerable and, and like uh, stressful situations. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then she, at one point, she says like in the eyes before God or something like mm-hmm. that too, mm-hmm. which could be in the police handbook. Well, I feel like I might. I mean, it's like on the dollar like, bill and God we trust. Yeah. Like, so I feel like it's just like one of those type of situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to think that she's going into like she's becoming part of the religion. Uh-huh. Like of the cult. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, she was basically a, her whole, I mean, what's the word? They baptized her, you know, so she was already predetermined to be a part of it somehow. To be the queen, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's getting ready. She's about to go on her first shift. But before she does that, she shows she goes to the cemetery to go visit her dad's grave uh, tombstone to talk to him. You know, she's like, you know, I'm about to uh, go on my first day. Can't believe I'm a cop. And then we have her drunken, estranged mother showing up. And she starts to stir the pot a little bit i guess because she's like why is this where she asked her like why she's dressed like that or you know you're not you know your daddy yeah. didn't want you to be a cop mm-hmm. yeah he wouldn't have wanted this why are you in that uniform and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. and the whole time she refers to her as diane mm-hmm. which so at that point you can definitely clue in that yes this is jessica and diane mm-hmm. the two people he apologized to mm-hmm. um before offing himself and he she the whole time it just keeps referring to her as diane and i was like is this her mom yeah because i was like why are you referring to her by her first name because she's estranged because she doesn't like her yeah i know Uh but that i couldn't tell if this was like a stepmom situation Uh, i wasn't uh sure if she like actually gave birth to her or not Mm -hmm. because that could be a possibility kept acting I just thought it was her mom and that she just really did not care for her at the moment because or didn't didn't have a good relationship with her. Yeah. And that is I mean, some people what that happened. But personally, at first I wasn't their mothers by their by my mom. Yeah. They call them by their name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just it just confused me at Mm -hmm. first is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And um she's yeah she's clearly got a drinking problem she at first is like i'm not drunk and then pulls out a flask from her hip and takes a swig and then that's when jessica's like okay all right i'm leaving basically um and you get this other little tidbit that her dad liked to i guess like model toys like Mm -hmm. where you would make like little figurines Mm -hmm. and this one that was on his tombstone was his favorite one. And it was a a little knight Mm -hmm. kind of in shining armor on a horse and a pose like a gallivanting pose. Yeah. Um, And we have, I guess that's for, honestly, I don't know why that even, it never really, it's a part of the plot, like in storyline, I mean, but it never really drives or, goes anywhere like it's not like it's a relic or something that helps to save you know what i mean yeah but yeah apparently he liked to create things and then as maybe maybe this is just me spitballing and trying Mm -hmm. to find some sort of connection but maybe it was like in his mind that was how he could be the king like if that was a king on a horse Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. if Diane and them were supposed to be like the treasure jewels and the queen and stuff. I don't know. Of the cult? Yeah. 
But and John was supposed to be the king. Yeah, I know. But oh. I'm saying that that was the father trying to put him into their lives. Mm-hmm. Not being a part of the cult, but just like trying to make himself. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then immediately they're they're leaving the cemetery, or whatever. And then we get to see that on the back of his tombstone there is the cult symbol that we've been seeing since like the beginning of the film, um, but it's fresh and in blood. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and it's like the symbol's like a pentagram of sorts that has a longer like, like a tail v on it. Mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, it looks like a little chin. Mm-hmm. And it's or like a goat head yeah i can see that yeah or uh, if you look at it the other way it's like a shooting star with mm-hmm. like the with the little tail mm-hmm. and so jessica um is now working she's driving or i guess she's kind of patrolling i don't know she's just driving you know and she's trying to get to the decommission station the old police station um which she does get to and we do see that on the way there though she is there's the cult sign um on like a building there are people who are getting arrested on the steps of what seems to be a church or a building who are like looking and smiling all weird and chanting the song that we saw at the beginning um so we're kind of getting it was the new police station is oh okay is that what it was because they said they said didn't you see them on the steps of our station uh, on okay. the phone call that might be what at it one was of them then. that's so, probably yeah, what it was i think it was the police station and yeah there's all of these people there's a group of them sitting there singing one of them was making intense eye contact with her mm-hmm. um not letting up the whole time and she is looking at this person in return mm-hmm. and almost hits two individuals in the road who yeah. then they say watch it piggy they refer to cops as pigs uh, the whole movie. The whole movie. Mm-hmm. So that is, I'm just going to use their vernacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't agree with any of the opinions or of the of the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she, yeah, she's like, watch out, little piggy, and then they throw a little baby piggy's head, head chopped off. That was like, so sad onto the, the the windshield. And then at first, girl, I thought it was like an anatomically correct heart. That's what I thought too. It looked mm-hmm. like one. Oh, dead. Mm-hmm. And then they picked it up, and I was like, oh my god, it's, it's a, a baby pig's pig's head. head. And it um was fresh, and she just grabs it with her bare hand and just chunks it. And she's like, also Ew. like, yeah. I was like, why would she just grab it with her bare hand? I would have turned been my something head. in the car. Or like, the windshield the wipers. windshield wipers on yeah. and launched it off. But then I guess that would have, like, the guts would have went everywhere. Yeah. Or the blood, at least. And I don't know if... um, I mean, it already had a nice big blood spatter on it. On her windshield. From yeah, when, from it, when hit. it hit. Yeah. So... It's true. Um, Just I feel use like your blood, windshield wiper fluid. I, f- I feel like... <laughs> is blood easy to get off like that? I feel like blood Probably is Probably not. It's too thick. Vis- viscous? I don't viscous, know. Viscous, yeah. Um, and so on the... <laughs> Never killed anyone. After all of that happening... Um, we have her then getting to the police station, uh, the old one, and that's whenever she gets there. And it looks super run down. It looks like, you know, it, I, I mean, it's only been a year since the last, you know, we saw that they were there, you know, with the her captain dad. But it seems like it's been let go, like, and run down really bad for more than a year. And nobody's yeah, there. Yeah, because it was, it was like decreased yeah it's like decaying almost but maybe also that's probably the evil 
entity i don't know or yeah whatever taking over i don't know but it looked it looked really bad um and obviously no one's there and she's trying to go and like she's like hello hello and nobody's speaking up to her and then she ends up hearing someone like yelling and um uh we hear like the sound of a ball bouncing around and so she goes to investigate and she sees that at the end of a long hallway there's this cop who like is pissed off um yelling at something and kicking a basketball around yelling fuck you yeah and so she ends up uh he sees her and he's like who are you and she's like i i just how long you been here and she's like i just walked in um i'm supposed to be working here and he's like turn around and um she ends up turning around she tries to walk off but he's like stop and he goes up to her and he's pretty much an asshole to her it's like i said turn around not walk away and his whole role in this movie is asshole yeah, just to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Um, he walks her to the office, right? I guess that's what it looks like. I don't know. Yeah, Some, um, uh, I would call it an office. Yeah, uh, where we see that there's like a monitor that's like uh, what on the, of the video cameras. There's a elevator in the room, which I also thought was kind of like, do do rooms have elevators in them? I guess maybe it was like the lobby mm-hmm. before. And, like, that's why there's a singular desk in there. And, like, so that's where they would check in before taking them to holding. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So. I know. That was pretty. Um, that's my only explanation mm-hmm. for that. But, yeah, he's he's basically explained her, like, you know, um, your job is to just watch the building, essentially. Um, and he leaves her her number. He told her if there's any emergency, like, to call him. But, like don't really call him yeah basically don't don't call me for girl chatter and stuff that's right let's just call me only if you know like the building's on fire oh and then he's like wait a minute who are you what's your last name and then she tells him who she is and he's like i you need to give me an explanation of why you would want to work the shift because i it's not making sense to me he's like yelling at her yeah mm-hmm. he was very aggressive with everything that he did mm-hmm. and she's having to explain like you know mm-hmm. i just wanted to know why I answers, yeah i, I want answers and so she wanted and she wanted to work where her dad worked because mm-hmm. her dad was the best person to her yeah and and she, he's basically like talking shit about him yeah because mm-hmm. he's like your daddy was a murderer mm-hmm. and stuff he killed and, my friends yeah mm-hmm. which we can see obviously but like there were other forces um and so as he's leaving as well, he tells her to not go into holding. Doesn't give an explanation why, but yeah. says don't go to holding. It's really like if you weren't paying attention, you would miss it because he didn't give any sort mm-hmm. of explanation or anything. It was just like in passing. He was like, oh, yeah, and don't go into holding. I think he was already like out of the room, right? Yeah. Like we just heard his voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like gone. Mm-hmm. And he just very matter of factly mentions don't go into holding. Yeah. And again, like if you weren't paying attention you would miss that and then you would be even more thoroughly confused <laughs> while watching this film uh than you are if you're paying attention it raised for me a bunch of like questions i'm like no that's suspicious why does he want her to go over there i was like yeah what? yeah um but she ends up you know kind of settling in a little bit um and then she starts to hear a bunch of weird noises yeah uh, like, she's kind of going super exploring yeah and yeah it is very immediately what the first one she hears Oh, water splashing. Yeah. 
she hears um, like little feet pitter pattering mm-hmm. basically through the shower while she's in there looking at her father's locker. Yeah. And then then she hears a basketball yet again and that's from a- around the corner. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to the gym and that basketball is in the middle of the room yeah. uh, with like a spotlight on it, which also, who, what? Because <laughs> the lights are off, but there's a spotlight around it. Maybe uh, it was the, some buildings have, a, call, it's like called a safety light or something oh, uh-huh, where uh-huh. it's just this light that never turns off. It's always gotcha. on. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, maybe it was Like that. emergency lighting yeah. in a way. Um, and so she... As she's looking at this ball, and for the, for whatever reason, I, she decides not to immediately turn the lights on. She's in this dark ass gym, and across the way, because there's a door open, we see a silhouette of a man yeah. standing in the in the doorway in the door frame. She quickly runs to go turn on the light, but as she turns back around, um, the figure is nobody's there. Which honestly, even if it wasn't, and it could have very well been a real person, maybe I don't know. Um, that was plenty of time for them to just like. Ooh, I'm a dip out. Yeah. Yeah. By the time it took her to turn on the light on back. To, yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're being stealthy mm-hmm. and stuff. And trying which, to fuck with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they definitely had enough time, which I think it was somebody in a police officer's uniform. That mm-hmm. much was apparent. Um, yeah. I think it was the ghost of her dad. Yeah. I get that. It could have also been. Now, I'm trying to decide if the two officers who come to help later are real, if they're ghosts. I I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like know. they're ghosts. I feel like maybe they, they died killed, that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. And that's why they were there. Um, and acting the way that they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because. But then. I don't know. They well, obviously the the cult leader girl people those were like not ghost ghosts but like like more like demonic at that point right because like their teeth were all like sharp and they had like red eyes yeah and they looked like they'd been decayed for a little bit uh too and then one had like her eye like that I don't know like closed up um it's just some of them did look real and some of them didn't so I could I don't know I'm still confused on that yeah I'm Um, not sure. And maybe that's the whole point of the film is to not know. Yeah. Um, but but um, yeah, I had no clue. Also, though, the amount of like stuff that she's putting up with and still staying there to me is ridiculous. Yeah. No, the moment I heard water splashing behind me, like little yeah. f- pitter patter of feet, I would have no. been out. I would have been like, at that point. I, I also known. wouldn't have stayed in that place knowing how many people died there Yeah. Um, by myself. By herself. That's one thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe with some other people, but like by herself. And especially like there's one thing like I I will stay. I like there was just a lot going on for me. I would have been like, nah, like once. OK, twice, mm, four or five, ten different sounds going on and like from all different parts of the building, you know? Yeah. Because at this point, she's like, oh, I hear something going. It's a lot of this movie is a lot of like, oh, I hear something. I'm going to go over here and check it out. Or I hear something. I'm going to go over here and check it out. Uh huh. She did not know how to just stay still. Um, But yeah, there's just a lot going on. So she's homegirl, like you said, was at her dad's um uh locker. She was investigating that. But then I believe she hears another sound and she ends up it's someone yelling she ends up going to the front and it's that old man at the yeah. front and he's in the glass doors um 
of the building and she's trying to talk to him like you know like, how sir, might I help do you, you need help like what's wrong but he's just yelling about like she needs me like where is she yeah where's my daughter mm-hmm. where is she and uh, starts peeing yeah he was like asking questions and it seemed like legitimately he was in distress and then all of a sudden he just unzips his <laughs> pants and is peeing on the door yeah um and then the pee's coming through the door which is gross the pee was super yellow yeah homeboy mm-hmm. needed to drink some water mm-hmm. um but yeah he pees on the door and she you know goes mops it up once she sends him away and stuff and is then back in the office and she gets a prank call she does yes and it's some uh lady on the phone right and when she starts being like hey piggy yeah mm-hmm. um and then uh she i don't remember if they say more i think it was just that right just like the hey piggy stuff yeah i think it was just the hey piggy stuff at she this hangs, point in she, time. Hangs, she hangs up because yeah. it's later on when they start talking more um, because that's not the first time she gets called. Um, but yeah, she immediately then calls over to the police station because she's like, hey, I'm getting like prank calls over here at um, the old station. And the dude on the phone is like, wait, who are you? What's your name? And so she her uh, immediately after she gives him her name, you know, he's just like, look we've got a lot going on over here and prank calls are at the last like of our at the bottom of our list so like just you know whatever and also i think it's because of her last name obviously he kind of doesn't really want to help her yeah because there's a lot of bad blood is that a good way to say it bad reputation with her name associated and you know her being her dad's daughter and so once they tell her that she gets rightfully pissed off Mm -hmm. and goes back to the locker where she's already tried to get into it with um like ply a big wire cutter yeah thing and then she finally gets so fed up that she can't get into it because she even tries hitting it with like a fire extinguisher Mm -hmm. and that doesn't work so then she decides to shoot it yeah and that works she's thankfully nothing ricocheted or anything like that and hit her Mm-mm. But she gets in and she sees the the only thing that's left. And I was like, why did they lock up this locker with the lock with it to just like Be what empty. they only knowingly could see was just a crumpled up piece of newspaper yeah. saying that, he, you know, he the saved same one the from three the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same one from the beginning. And um, she's looking at that and then all of a sudden notices that the corner of the locker is kind of pulled up Mm -hmm. and that it's got a false bottom. And she opens it up and finds like a little thing of casework, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, like a little shoebox of casework. And And a shoe in a bag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she opens it up and... She finds the casework basically for all the girls he saved Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of info on the cult as well. A bunch of newspaper clippings. It looked like, you know, kind of like almost as if they could be tied to the red to the wall with the red string and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was just all condensed into one little shoebox. Yeah. And so obviously this is kind of something that she's going to be interested in because she's looking for answers as to why you know her dad would do the things that he did um but as she's in the middle of looking through this box she starts to hear a pig snorting 
So she goes to her little office area and sees on the monitors that there's a pig outside of the front uh, of the building. And so she calls the police department to be like, hey, there's a pig over here. What do I do? And he's just like, once again, not giving her the time of day. Um, but then, like, after kind of being a, a dick to her, is like, like kind of half apologizes and is like, you're the only punching bag that I have. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, at look, least I'm being sorry. Honest. <laughs> we're kind of in the, like we're kind of in the weeds over yeah, here yeah, yeah. And like and it's he, been a shit show and, and this is whenever you're I think the he first was, person i can take it out on he was like uh this is whenever he mentioned whenever you said earlier um i know you saw like what was happening on the steps earlier yeah and what we're dealing with down here um and so uh he's just like look like just leave the pig outside and we'll deal with it later it's okay and so uh she ends up, you know, not listening. That. Yeah, <laughs> and, and brings the pig in. Goes outside and is out there for far too long, honestly. Yeah, because she's out there taking pictures of its back. Which because you could do on, inside. Yeah, because on its back has the same demon, like, symbol. pentagram mm-hmm. symbol thing painted on it and what looked like blood. Mm-hmm. Fresh. Like, yeah, and I was like, girl, you're out in the open and she's just taking pictures and not and i could tell like she is somebody not could slip in past the door with uh spatially aware spatially aware to her surroundings yeah yeah yeah. um and so she brings it in also at that point i was like why are you what what like i would have brought water out to it and left it outside like because what is it going to do inside yeah i don't besides just walk around and, and shit. snort yeah <laughs> um at least outside it'll be outside i don't know um and so it um like you said it comes in she's giving it water she puts it in a holding cell and she sees that it has a collar and it has the name betty on it um and then she hears something again so she goes out she's investigating and she goes to um what is it like the back door area is that what it is yeah, because that's when she calls like in it. the the back. She's like, "This could be a possible B and E breaking and entering." Code um, nine. I, I need help. Um. Uh. And we do see that the back door was like held open with a like a rock at the bottom, a stone. Um. And at that point, she's looking around and investigating. We get one like false scare with the some mannequins. Um. Not mannequins. What are they? The things that people shoot at. Shoot at the heads. Shooting dummies. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have her getting confronted by the old man, right? Yep. Yeah. It was because at first you could tell someone was in there with her. Yeah. Like you could hear somebody clattering around. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then, huh. yeah, the man's there right behind her. And oh, that's right. That's right. Because she, yeah, he's in there, but she gets up to the, uh, he scares her or something, right? Yeah. And then she gets up to the office room, and that's whenever he ends up being in like the hallway. Am I wrong? That's later on. Isn't That's it? later. Ah, okay, yeah. But you're right, he, you're right. he does. She does go back up to the lobby, yeah. office room, and mm-hmm. she's in there, and he is also in there, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of turned around, muttering, holding the bag. He had found the box. That's right. And he's holding yeah, the he shoe. He was throwing all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was holding the shoe in the box and uh, in the bag. I mean, mm-hmm. and. Then he like turns around and is like, "Where is she?" Yeah, kind of. And at this and point, she's like, "Oh my god!" Because at first she had her her gun, right? But then yeah, she, she was had her like, hand on her holster, and then let me get the taser. She yeah. was like, "Yeah, let me do this instead." Mm-hmm. And she tases him, mm-hmm. tases him right to the ground, and he goes 
down and then she tells him to turn over, get on his stomach and put his hands behind his back. Yeah. And she handcuffs him. Mm-hmm. And then she gets him up and walks him to a holding cell. And the whole time he's like being, you know, responsive and mm-hmm. not really like he's following orders. But then the moment they get to the holding cell door, he's like, no, I won't yeah. go in. It was like a dog who's afraid to go into a room. Yeah. Of some, and of something. And, but then at that point, he starts to say, like, she's here. She's, she's here. She's here. And so that he's screaming it. She's trying to drag him in. And this is also, too, where I'm just like, why would she? Why, what? She, she starts to pull him in. And immediately, I'm like, someone's going to close that on her. Or somehow it's going to close. And what happens? That door closes, closes. And she gets locked in there with the man. And he grabs her ankle, tripping mm-hmm. her, making it to where she can't yeah. get to the door in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're locked in this holding cell with one another. And they it, are... It's really dark. Yeah, it's um, really dark. Pitch black, I'm assuming. And we just can only see them because it's a movie. But she's trying to get to her flashlight. So, uh, Well, no, she's trying to turn it. She turns on her flashlight. And he starts, like, barging at her, right? But yeah. then she, like, goes out of the way and he's at the door. Um, and she, in the, like, scare of it all, drops her flashlight on the floor. And that's whenever she's looking for it. But someone picks it up and is in the corner. And she's like, can you please give me back my flashlight, sir? Uh, but then the flashlight starts panning around the room and then she sees that the old man is in the corner. Yeah. And at that point I was like, Oh, that's so scary. No. Yeah. That was that terrifying. terrifying. That was a very unsettling moment. I was yeah. like, Oh God, who else is in here? That is so scary. You? I'm, s- I would be terrified. And then she immediately turns around and starts like banging on the door. Right. And she's yeah. like, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. like, get me out of here. Yeah. And the, voice that's holding the flashlight says something along the lines of still here still here yeah still here still here and Uh, mm -hmm. she is like freaking out not really listening to the voice i'm sure because she just wants out and she recognizes the voice as her dad's right yeah i think so because then she's like dad Mm -hmm. and um then the flashlight drops and rolls to her and she picks it up and um, no one's in the corner and Which is, no one could have escaped in that no, amount yeah. of time. So, and because the old man is still on the floor as well, like in the corner, kind of curled, curled up. And then I thought someone was literally going to come from behind her and open the door or something. So I was totally expecting that. So when what happens happens, I jumped. I, oh, I when the bodies, the body, some bodies like that were hung, like just come and drop right in front of her and it freaks her out. And so, but then at the same time, the door opens behind her. So she's able to escape out of the door and closes mm-hmm. it behind her. But yeah, that, that one got me. It was yeah. pretty, pretty spooky. That one didn't get me, no. but it still. Because you were expecting something, right? Yeah. I was expecting something too. I just was expecting, expecting it from behind. Be from the opposite yeah, way. yeah. And so when it came from a front, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I like jumped. Like Actually, maybe I wasn't expecting it, and that's mm-hmm. why it didn't get me. Because oh, okay. I feel like I I get it whenever you're expecting something. Yeah, yeah. Because then I'm like on edge already, mm-hmm. and then it happens, and I'm like, oh god, Good. Mm-hmm. damn it. So yeah, exactly.
So she immediately like runs to the main office after all this shit starts happening because she's spooked out and she calls the cop that she was talking to earlier at the police station and she's like, um, there's some spooky stuff happening here. I need help immediately. Yeah, she was like, who were, I just was, was just was wondering who you were talking to. <laughs> and he was like, what? And he was like, you call me to, you woke me up in the middle of the night for this. And she was like, I just want to know if you've ever seen anything that wasn't there. Yeah. And he was like, you went into holding, didn't you? Yeah. Which I was like. And this is where he gets, the, we get the explanation of like, there's black mold in there. You're probably hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, can you just shut the fuck up and do your job? Um, Which is um pretty, like, he's just an asshole. Yeah. And he's like, thing. do you need me to come down there and hold your hand or are you going to shut up and shut the fuck up and do your job and, and she, she was like it. i will mm-hmm. do my job and he goes and and she goes and i will shut the fuck up and i was like military damn i don't know yeah um but she ends up seeing picking up some of the files off of the ground and she finds a usb underneath um one of the pages and so she goes to get her laptop which also the fact that she can literally walk out and leave but yet she chooses to stay here and t- gets the laptop and goes right back into the fucking building. Like I'm yeah, after like, seeing after I saw three bodies drop uh, from the ceiling, yeah, I would have been like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like absolutely, it the drove, fuck not. It drove me so wild that she like Ooh. I was like, wait a minute, she can just because for some reason time. at that point it already feels to me like she can't leave. She's locked in here. But like she she could have very well left at any point left. at this up until, you know. Yeah. Right. But and she goes out there to get that laptop. But at the same time, she sees this lady getting kicked in, thrown out of a car, a moving vehicle with like, you know, her stuff. And she is a lady of the night. Um, and so she is um, obviously what's her name jessica is like hey are you okay like and the lady's just kind of looking at her so we then cut to them being inside in that lobby area and she's talking to her she's cleaning her up and even um the lady is like this must be your first your first time huh your first night and um first Which, shift sorry yeah the fact that she said first shift in general i was like that's uh, hella a- like too accurate yeah because mm-hmm. i would have just been like are you a rookie with this yeah yeah mm-hmm. because that's the like common vernacular. But and to be like, this is your very first. This is your very first shift. Yeah. It's just odd. And um, and she tries to explain it by being like, uh, you know, no someone, seasoned cop would help me like this. Like clean me up. Yeah. And so she's talking to her and already off the bat, this lady seems like there might be something wrong with her. Um, but then she starts to, as she's talking to her, she, it looks like she sees something behind uh, Jessica um, oh, yeah, because she was already talking about, like, you know, the the cult and what had happened in the police station before and how people hung themselves here. Um, yeah. Basically. She was divulging a bunch of information. Mm-hmm. And that the public didn't know, I guess. Yeah. Cops like buried under wraps. Put it under wraps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden she sees something again behind her. But this time she's much more terrified and she starts muttering something along the lines of like i won't i won't say anymore i won't say anything else i said too much yeah Mm -hmm. and starts just screaming Mm -hmm. and pushes her chair away from the table and stuff and then she like comes to and is like sorry i got a little distant there Mm -hmm. what what did she say i think that is what she's there's something like that there's something like she zoned out yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was something like that 
And so she ended up, she ends up being even more cryptic with Jessica. Um, and I think she starts to then be like, she starts to recite like what you might call it the song again. Like we, I, you know, praise, we praise the low God and all this and all that. And then Jessica's like, okay, you need to get the fuck out. Like you need to leave. And she yells at her to get out, which she does. And, yeah. and at some point, and I honestly thought like this chick is going to have to come back in this movie at some point, but no, this nope. was like her, this was her only thing. This was her only thing. And so. as she stands up too, she started her period in the chair <laughs> and was yeah. like, you got a tampon I can have. She's like, I can't ha- go and tr- do my business with my, my guts, guts falling out. out. Yeah. <laughs> And Jessica's just like, get, get out. out of here. So gross. Fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, before all this happened, too, whenever she was picking up the things, we were trying to remember what it was called earlier. And it's called the Temple Baron, uh, which okay. is also known as the Harbinger of the Damned. We gotcha. got that um, tidbit of information when she was looking through the files and then finds the USB. Mm-hmm. So... She does that. But then, so once the woman leaves, she's in there and she gets another prank call. Mm-hmm. But this time they're intensified, basically. It's longer. The people are more direct. Like they're actually talking. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not just saying like, here, piggy, piggy mm-hmm. kind of thing. They're like, you know. It's like actually having a conversation. And kind of, don't they like, is this where they like call her by her name or by <sighs> the fact that she's Will's daughter? daughter? It might be. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Uh, Because they're also like, uh, I think she's like, if you, is this where she's like, if you hang up on me, don't you hang up on me again or I'll hurt her or something like that. Uh, And then she's, you know, Jessica's trying to get information like who, what are you talking about? And like, it never divulges anything else from there. Like they they don't say. Um, And so then um, we end up having her hanging. No, no, no. This is whenever she's still on the phone with them. And then we see like someone behind her, like a figure and like a sheet, like a sheet over their head mm-hmm. and the symbol. Um, and it's pretty eerie. But immediately because the camera is like panning, it's like as soon as we see the camera panning from right to left, like we don't see it anymore when it's over her left shoulder when the pan- camera comes to the other side. And then she hangs up and that's whenever she calls the police station and she starts to be like, Hey, like I got another prank call. And this time it was like, it was more intense. I think they might be hurting someone. And that's whenever that guy on the other end is like, well, I shouldn't be telling you this, but those three girls uh, from a year ago were kidnapped all tonight from a party. Yeah. Which also, why were they the same party? Anyways, but yeah, um, they were kidnapped and he's just like, um, please stay there. Like, there's obviously a lot going on. We'll send someone down maybe later to help you out. But right now we need you need to stay there because you're a lot more helpful there to figure this out or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they did mention her name. The not the girls but the girl that they kidnapped yeah her name oh okay yeah and they mentioned it and if it was on this one it might have been a later one Mm -hmm. but whenever he says that's why he tells her okay it was because he was like because she mentions it right and then he's like oh you know what they are missing he's like i shouldn't tell you this but um but then anyway she decides to since she has to sit down anyways and just stay there she decides to yes watch the footage that's on the usb and um we basically get to see this horrible tragedy Mm -hmm. unfold where we saw the fourth girl get 
bludgeoned bludgeoned yeah to death head. and it she was, don't even look like people anymore yeah i was like oh god and then they showed it and i was mm-hmm. like god damn it not your favorite <laughs> yeah but also um carl calling it out earlier this is kind of like the beginning of it um practical fets in this movie were really good really ate it up yeah, yeah. um and so we had her watching that um and then obviously and it's the way also too she's kind of just watching this like very i was like she doesn't have enough of a like reaction for me like and 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 throughout the whole movie whenever like spooky stuff is going on and she's just kind of like okay whatever like there's not enough of like there's some really crazy stuff happening is going on here this is fucked up and then um after watching some of this footage that's whenever her her mom calls right yes i think so uh uh-huh her mom calls and and then we the footage is still playing in the background because she can't it won't go to pause and that's whenever her mom and her are kind of talking and then her mom hears it in the background and she's like turn that shit off um and whenever jessica is going back to try to turn it off uh the um people who are in the footage it's like it's almost breaking the fourth wall like she's like entranced in it um and then like they look at her and start speaking to her yeah Um, they're like jessica mm -hmm. and then she ends up touched like they touch hands don't they no that's later that's later yeah but at this point she ends up um the footage becomes of her that's right yeah the footage was them breaking the fourth wall like you said Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it flashes and she's in the video it's like like, someone watching her from behind yeah from the window behind her is filming her Mm -hmm. and so she turns around there's no one there um but then she watches herself on the video but is not actually doing it get up and then slam the box on the ground Mm -hmm. and um she then goes up she looks over the desks sees that the box is indeed there and so she goes looks in it and then finds this paper one of the papers from the shooting range Mm -hmm. and in it on it in blue lettering it says still here yeah which is what we heard whispered earlier Mm -hmm. by um what we can assume is her father yeah and she ends up uh going to the shooting room uh, uh practice range little thing area and she goes in she notices that one of the dummies um shooting dummies has a, a news clipping article pinned on it so she goes down and goes all the way down into the area where you know those little pieces of paper go all the way to the back and you do shoot the practice area and um grabs it and as she's over there the what are those things called the papers that move all the way back is there a name do you know no i have no clue they i just called coming. them i put oh all the papers are coming towards her yeah they're going sent back and i'm like also too like at that point i i don't know man it's a scary movie but like the the fact that you're going into an area where it's meant for bullets to come shooting in that area i was like she's about to get shot like, yeah i thought she was about to get shot too or bullets and I was were like, going to be hurling towards her yeah you know? and i was like girl you need to get out of there now yeah I was like, you are going to die. Especially when she comes and it's like right in front of her and she's right behind the target. And yeah. it has like the the pentagram the with the blood again, you know, whatever smeared on it, the symbol. Um, but immediately after she's like looking at that, I think this is when we get a jump scare again by the demon. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is this not one the got one you? that got me. No. no. Okay. It's, this one got me too. This one did. Now it did make me be like, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. Like, but the one that got me was when the girl pops up next to the desk. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. With her bludgeoned face. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah Open. Yeah. It almost looked like a flower. Betty. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. The when it was girl. Betty, uh-huh. and she popped up. That that got me. I, I was know like, what you mean. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the 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 and even with this demon thing, like the practical effects, like <coughs> excuse me, sorry guys. Um, you can really see, like, I mean, this was not CGI or anything. It was like a person in like a whole costuming and makeup and everything, and like they look scary as fuck. They did. Uh-huh. They were terrifying. Yeah, like the their bloodied kind of red lips that were showing through. Yeah, through the uh, sheet again or, or what is Pillow it? Pillowcase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their like little beady eyes that were showing through and stuff too. Mm-hmm. It was just like ugh. the contacts, like the fake teeth and the blood, the sharp teeth. It was all pretty, pretty um, satisfying and terrifying. And so she ends up running terrified and spooked to the main room again, the little lobby area. And she calls the police again. And she's like, um, hey, like there's someone in here with me. I'm freaking out. Like I need help. Um I think this is the part actually where he's like, I need you to stay there. Like, just calm down. But whenever she gets off the phone, um, the elevator dings. um, And the song started playing over her speaker on her, um, like her little Mm walkie-talkie shoulder thing. And then it starts playing over the loudspeaker. Yeah. And yeah, then the elevator dings. But Um, nothing ever comes of it. mm -mm, Because you think something's going to open. But then from behind her, a ball gets thrown. Yeah, the the basketball gets thrown. And Mm -hmm. that that one almost got me. Yeah. Yeah, because that one was just such a like audible scare. Yeah. Yeah, that came out of nowhere that I was like, God. And it's funny, too, because it was just like just to fuck with us and her because nothing even like because then we just cut to her then watching the interrogation of her dad. She sits down and she's like, "Okay, I just I'll just watch more footage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, again, remarkably chill. I would have been. Yeah. I would have taken that ball like, flying at my head as a. I'm a under threat. attack. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I need to get out of here. And also, just leaving the ball. Like I would have like got that ball. I'm like, you're going in the storage closet. You're gonna stay in here. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, let's eliminate the ball. How about that? Um. And so she ends up watching more footage of her dad now interrogating. Um. What you call it, John uh, Mal- Malum? I keep wanting to call him. I keep wanting to call it Maloom. Uh, Maloom is how I thought this. Um, that's what I thought so too. I thought it was called. And then Maloom. watching, and I'm like, okay, they keep saying Malum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I told some people, I was like, yeah, we're going to be covering Maloom next, mm-hmm. and people were like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I don't know, but it's called <laughs> Maloom. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like Maloom, or and then I spelled it out for one of my friends, and they were like. They were like Malum, yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, it could be Malum, yeah. And then I was also calling while Malum, listening, but, but now when I'm watching the movie, I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm not Malum. alone though. Yeah, no, I got Malum as well. Yeah, it gave Malum. I don't know why. I think it's just like the the five like letters and like it. My mind doesn't go um, it goes um. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Well, good. Glad glad we You're weren't alone in that. Yeah, and so um. I even, well, even with Robert, I was like, oh, we're going to be watching Maloom. And he's like, what's what? And I was like, this one. And he's like, Maloom. And I was like, no. <laughs> Don't judge him, Robbie. Yeah. I did it too. <laughs> yeah. And so um, she ends up uh, watching the interrogation with the dad and John. 
Malum there. And so uh, at the same time as like, you know, it's probably like a good minute and a half of footage and we just kind of see them going back and forth a little bit. And John is being super cryptic and super like, you know, cult leaderish. And we see that towards the end of that video, the captain stands up abruptly and it looks like he sees something, you know? And so she ends up replaying the footage over and over again to see if she sees something even clicks, I think like a different camera angle. Um, and we see that he saw like a demon figure like the, over the shoulder of John in the like reflection of the glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It almost looked like a triceratop to me. <laughs> I could see that. I was <laughs> and, getting like Minotaur, like yeah. centaur thing. Uh, or, um, What's that one movie that came out recently with the, it was like, oh. Which one? It reminded me of like an 80s horror film with that like alien creature that comes and just wants to kill people. But these two kids found it. It was like a horror comedy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I watched that. Um. Oh, shit. I forgot what it was called. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it up later and then Yeah. let y'all know. But I don't know. It reminded me of it, the way. Right? No. No. Okay. Goreman. Yeah. Psycho Goreman. Psycho. I've not heard of that, heard of that at all. It looked like. Like Goreman. Like G-O-R-E-M-A-N. Like Goreman. Goreman. Or like Gore. And then it's all like, is it three words or two words? How do you spell psycho? P-H. P-H. I think. No. Just P-S. My bad. Just P-S. P-S. Yeah. I couldn't. Psycho. Y-C-H-O. Gorman. Yeah, Psycho Gorman. Is it like Foreman? Like It's a PG horror movie. But for some reason, it looked like... Is it like Goosebumps? It has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was actually really good. What Where did you see this at? Or what was it? Um, I watched it with my friend uh, Caleb back in the day. Mm. Whenever it came out. Um, but look... Didn't it kind of look like him? Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of looks like an thing. org, yeah, orc from the Lord orc. of the Rings. Orc, an orc. but yeah, orky orc. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Isn't it's actually a really good movie? You should watch it. Psycho Gorman. It's I'll PG. It, it gives goosebumps. Yeah, it's cute. A um, heartwarming and heart ripping <laughs> family classic. <laughs> um. Anyways, all y'all should go watch Psycho Gorman. And so she ends up after this, uh, I, it, she starts to have a vision of sorts or like ends up having like an outer body experience out of time experience, if that makes sense. Because even in my, my notes, I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. It's 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 like a vision of like a whole bunch of stuff happening. Yeah. So this is when the bag gets put over her head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or the pillowcase. And, and then like, she's like now in this room in with a like body bag. a morgue setting yeah. and then like people are running in and out, but I couldn't tell if like this is real or not. And then it's like the people from the video, but they're dead, but they're not dead. Yeah. And it's John, but he's dead, but he's not dead. I don't know. It was so confusing to me as well, especially whenever she woke up on the floor. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, and also when she what? was in the bag as well and just like couldn't move, I was like, wait, is she like, did someone drug her? Drug her? Now she's immobile? Like, and she yeah. was just crying? Like, I don't know. Which, the, I mean, that's a natural. One time I had to get a spinal tap. Mm-hmm. And whenever you get a spinal tap, you can't like, it, it, they like numb your whole body. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Because so they, you can't move? 
yeah ah. i couldn't like really control mm-hmm. my limbs yeah and all i could do was lay there for like several hours mm-hmm. watch tv and for some reason it freaked me out so much i started crying i mean if you don't because i was like yeah. i couldn't move any part it of my like body anxiety inducing yeah yeah it freaked me out um and so she ends up like you said waking up on the floor and at this point i believe she's like now stumbling or trying to like she's hearing noises but then we hear um one of the cops being like hey is anybody here like you know and so she and she has her gun pulled and so when she ends up meeting him they're like whoa like hey put your gun down like it's all good we're just here to help um we were trying to call out but nobody answered and so um, these are the same cops from the beginning of the film that were working with her dad. And they're like, uh, one, the other, the one big guy was just like with some bolt clippers and like, okay, you know, I got the, the, whatchamacallit's un, 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 undone because I guess we failed to mention earlier, she had tried to exit the building and they now are chained. The doors were chained yeah. at that point. Yeah. They were chained in and yeah, he came in with the bolt clippers and was like, I got the back door undone mm. kind of thing. Which is like, that's terrifying because then who? Yeah, someone's yeah. could get in through the back door. Yeah, it's a we need to leave now situation. Yes, <laughs> but we don't because we now don't. we're just talking. Because <coughs> why would why would we leave? Yeah, uh, because these sins. One of them has to go get the old man from the holding cell, and then as we're doing this, she's asking the cop questions about her dad, and he starts to tell her like things, and then he goes and I don't know why he would, but shows her the gun that he used to kill himself. I was so confused. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck? This is so but dark." Traumatizing, yeah. And then <clears throat> the way she's like, "I'm gonna immediately touch that. I want to look all over that." Yeah, I know. And she was just like, "Is that?" And then mm-hmm. reaches out for it, and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Don't what? touch it." Yeah, um, and he's treating it as if it's like, like possessed or something. Like it's evil. It's wrapped up. He's like, "Don't touch it." He's they like, just keep is, it in the corner, propped up. This is gonna burn with the building or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, at this point, after showing her the gun, she ends up walking with him a little bit more. Or no, no, no. Immediately he comes back whenever he puts the gun back and his face is like all bashed in, like blown off. Yeah. Looks like he took a shotgun to the face. So I'm assuming, yes, he was murdered whenever his dad went crazy. A ghost. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she like freaks out and is running away. Um, And it seems like it's another vision or something like that happening. But then she like comes to and she's watching more of the videos. And this is whenever we get to see that she was like baptized as a baby in John's blood. Yeah. And, and is one of them. One of them and will forever be one of them. And like then he turns around and the camera pans to her mother, Diane. When young she was, Diane. Uh-huh. Yeah. When she was Diana. When she was, is it Diane or Diana? I don't even remember. I think it's Diane. Diane, you're right with that. And then um, we see that she was a part of the cult. And so we're kind of getting more and more info. And we see that her mom is like talking to her as a baby and then like puts her hand out and they start touching hands to the to the monitor monitor yeah this is when that happens yeah and yeah then she immediately gets a phone call from her mom or no she tries to call her mom and her mom doesn't pick up that's right because she wants to like be like what the fuck and so this is whenever this is whenever my jump scare happens yeah because now we get this girl with her face blown off yeah yeah her face is all mangled and Mm -hmm. Um, she pops up next to she's crawling mm-hmm. for starters, which we all know I don't like crawling things, mm-hmm. and so she's like crawling because her leg is also eaten off, yeah, by the pig, yeah. Um, 
And so she's sitting there crawling and lunges at Jessica. And I was yeah. like, God damn it. And the camera goes Ugh. like with her right. In, it's like right in the cameras, you know. Yeah. Lens. So it's like a big wide angle shot of her. Yeah. And it was pretty like, gnarly. Good ah! practical effects. Yeah. Good, really good. Team good. On the makeup department. Um, and uh, they end up. Uh, she ends up, you know, obviously getting scared and she's running throughout the place, ends up getting chased into like a, a basement area or like a just another like part a storage of, room. Yeah, there's a lot of storage in there. And it reminded she, me of Jurassic Park when they're hiding in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was having to go hide behind things. Mm-hmm. But then she lets she we see the little creature crawling around just like. Yeah. And it's making pig noises, too. Yeah. And so I, at this point, already was like, this is just a pig. But she ends up trying to shoot and shoot and shoot. And finally, she ends up shooting at it, killing it. And it it ends up being the pig. Ends up, yeah. She Uh killed a little piggy. And so this is not little piggy. It was a giant pig. One instance where we see that she's doing things and seeing things. But whenever we come back to reality, we find out that, like, it's not what it was. You know, that's why I really thought she was going to have killed all the police officers who tried to come help her yeah. thinking it was the fake or bad people. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, and I can see why. Um, and just, I it almost wish that. it would have gone with that route mm-hmm. for this. Like, cause since they tied in this bit right here, yeah. I feel like it would have been a more explainable mm-hmm. route. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. also do like not knowing what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So, and then having like a basically not so happy ending. Um, and so she ends up uh, running all the way to the gym. And that's when she runs into a lady in the gym and she's holding another girl at gunpoint. And she's spewing all this, like, you know, we need blood for the ritual and the animals only give so much, but a human, like, just keeps... Now that gives a lot of power. Yeah. And so, and at this at this point... <sighs> Because that lady who has the other girl at gunpoint is like, put your gun back in your holster or, oh. or I'll shoot. And at this point, Diane has shown up. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did show up. Diane showed up. And she was like, and she I'm told her to, to wait. Yeah. In the lobby office room. But Diane doesn't. Diane immediately leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and so. Which gets her literally killed. Yeah. Later. Which I also don't understand. Uh, coming back to the lady in the gym, why. Jessica doesn't just immediately kill her when she has another vic like uh, a civilian. Holding, yeah, yeah, someone at else gunpoint. at gunpoint. It would have just been like just shoot her. Yeah. You just, already had the gun aimed. Yeah, just shoot her. Uh, there's intent already. But anyways, she puts it in her holster and then that poor girl gets killed. And um then as soon as she gets killed and then Jessica shoots the lady who was holding the gun, um, these people just start running towards Jessica, I loved which is pretty her line horrifying. too, when she was like, I'm right here, cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. And then like shoots her. Bam. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. That's a good line. Very one liner. Yeah. And so she's getting chased out of the gym by these people and she ends up closing the door just in time behind her to keep them in there. Um, but as she's going to look for her mom, she ends up getting a phone call in the lobby area. Um, and this time, as she thinks that it's the police officer that's been helping her the whole time, it starts to talk to her and like reference her like specifically and be like saying, I forget cryptic shit, but yeah, it, it, saying like you were always meant to be mm-hmm. my like 
you were always made to be one of us. You yeah. were like baptized in my blood and stuff. So you realize she's talking to John. Yeah. And so she and then we got a pan to the phone. It was never fucking plugged into any line. It was like yeah, cut. The, it was severed. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, I even write in my notes. I was like, I can't tell what's real or fake. Like, I don't yeah. even know what's going on. I had no clue what was happening. But she ends up. Uh, this is whenever the old man, the hobo from the beginning, who I guess is Betty's dad, ends up walking into the hallway behind the lobby. And she goes in there and she's like, hey, like, what's going on? And he ends up. um walking towards her or something like that and i think this is where she ends up shooting him now yes mm-hmm. this is and he falls on top of her yeah and he's got it's pretty fucking wild because we saw him go into the room earlier mm-hmm. where he was about to leave and we saw him go into the room and you, you hear him go betty she's right here mm-hmm. and walks into the room oh that's right and then the pig comes out a while later with blood dripping from its mouth mm-hmm. And then we see him walking around with now no foot. with no foot. It's just a stump. It just like like gnawed it raw. Yeah. Like, raw. Mm-hmm. And like ate the foot bones. So it was just like the femur. Mm-hmm. Right. Is this yeah. your femur? It was just like, a, I don't know what that is, but I think it is your shin femur. bone. Yeah. It it's was pretty just, gnarly. Yeah. That little. And even then just like whittled down to like a little sling. He looked like Captain Hook. Yeah. With like a peg leg. But in bone. In bone. And then it wasn't all the way to the ground, was it? Or was it, it was dragging it was, on the yeah. ground. Okay, yeah, It yeah. was like scratching the mm-hmm. ground. And so she's like freaking out, right? And then she kills him and he lands on top of her. Um, and then at this point, I think she like gets out from under him. And then she ends up seeing that another girl, like this dude has another girl on, on a pentagram and he's stabbing her. Yeah, right? stabbing her. And she ends and up shooting that dude. She shoots him, but not before he slits her throat. Mm-hmm, that's right. And so then she walks up to her and she's running up to her and she's like trying to hold her throat together mm-hmm. and is like, please stay with me. Please stay with me. Please, please, yeah. please. And then we realize she's dead. Yeah. It was a little too little too late. Which kind of goes back to the beginning whenever that one cop was like, have you ever had to watch like the light? leave someone's eyes you know yeah you ever watched a man die mm -hmm. and now she has now she has Mm -hmm. right face to face yeah and it all gives like because they're all like dying and getting murdered on top of these the same little symbols we've been seeing throughout the whole movie um like this is all a part of the ritual um and we have her running off to some other room again i don't remember but she ends up seeing that the third girl um is being hung up is it in the holding cell yeah yeah right and she's being she's being hanged and um jessica's trying to help her and like not help her well enough i will say but help her and get her down but she ends up getting tossed to the ground whenever she pulled out the knife because she hesitates i I thought she was gonna stab her or do something yeah me too i thought so too and then and then she doesn't help her well enough yeah because then she gets kicked away yeah. And this rope, this scene is so sick. Yeah. This rope starts tightening. The girl was able to slip her fingers underneath the rope and the rope starts tightening and you can see it like break her fingers and then against c- her cut throat. Them clean off. And then, yeah, cut them clean off and then cut her head just clean Pop, off. Right off. And her eyeball, her eyeball, the eyeball like plops popping. out. It mm-hmm. like, you know, like those little Bulging jelly out. toys mm-hmm. that you squeeze and you squeeze it really hard and yeah. the little fishies are in it and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. Come out. That was her eyeball. Or, or like the balls that have like the little net around them and you're like, yeah. And mm-hmm. you squeeze it through the little and mm-hmm. it poops out. Yeah. Yeah. That was her eyeball. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
And yeah, her head pops right off and just covers Jessica in blood, um, which is pretty cool. And pretty gnarly where looking. we get our thumbnail picture from. Mm-hmm. We do. And then for the rest of the movie, she's got this blood all over her. But um, she I'm assuming that was kind of like com- like a step, a big step in the ritual, because then that's whenever um, we have her then going to some room where she sees the throne. And then we have all the people behind her, right? Or something like that. This is where my notes say what the fuck is happening. Yeah, because it's kind so. of all over the place. Because then I have it like, is she one of us? Someone's on the throne. It's, uh, I thought she it was Malum, but it ends up, it is Malum. It's John yeah, Malum. Yeah, it was Diane at first. Yeah. And then it ends up being John. Um, yeah. But she ends up getting her dad's shotgun too. Oh, Comes that's right. in, starts like blowing everyone's heads off. That's true. And um, Got very lethal weapon. Yeah, and she's like any noise that she hears, she shoots at, mm-hmm. and um, not then, very good aim. Yeah, and then she runs into that room where the girl is sitting there with the pillowcase over her head, with the like blue lips, oh, yeah. and and she's like saying that thing like squish, 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 wash, talking about the balls or whatever she had yeah, cut earlier, and, and she the people, the police officers are on the dog leashes. Yeah, she picks, yeah, with the two police officers whose heads we saw got blown off. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, kind of like our last movie, Hereditary, lots of heads getting blown off or cut yeah. off and rituals and cultish shit. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it, um, it's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. And they, she's sitting there saying stuff about like, she's basically saying exactly what needs to happen in order for the ritual to take place. Yeah. Like she needs to become one of us. She needs to believe she needs to come willingly. Mm -hmm. She needs to do this, this and this, and then she'll be part of this um, kind of thing. And then what happens? She ends up running out of the room, right? Um, and that's when she runs into the room with the chair. Yeah. And we yes, see yes, yes. Diane on it. And, and then, then she's it like, ends up being And it ends John. up being John when she takes off the thing and he looks sick and like just decayed and like has demon eyes and these razor sharp teeth. And he's just kind of like grimacing at her. Um, and then that's whenever we have like the crowd of people popping up from behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lady that she saw earlier that she had shot and um they're welcoming in the demon it's there um the heart not the harbinger the the herald right the herald of, it was the harbinger of the damned harbinger of the damned there we go yeah um and then temple baron his uh they say the temple baron approaches mm-hmm. the practical effects were really good and like yeah. the way that they because it looked like it was all done like no cgi or anything like it reminded me of um i think i like cinnabites almost in a way yeah um, yeah and there's some other movie that it kind of reminds me of, but i don't know the name because i've never seen it i just know that i know like the images of it um it reminds me of her from doctor who uh, yeah i see what i you think mean. i've brought her up before yeah, I, I see it um Moisturize especially me. lady cassandra uh, the uh the starfish the... face looking yeah. situation going on with just lips and eyes and he ends up, um, she ends up, I think at this point, she's shooting at the demon and it, nothing's really working. And then we end up, uh, I guess, coming to reality. I don't know if it's reality or not or what it is, but she ends up shooting her mom. Like it's her mom that she's shooting. Yeah, because she escapes from the weird temple 
Baron because he like puts he takes oh, his yeah, mask off and it like goes on her like very alien face like hugger. a starfish yeah. yeah and just like wraps on her face and then she's all of a sudden in the hallway yeah and then another demon approaches her and is yeah, there. the one from earlier wasn't it like the one that was in that scared her in that locker not locker the the dark area the yes room. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so mm-hmm. or maybe it was a different demon that demon right. showed up in the one that showed up in the shooting the range, mm-hmm. that one showed up in the room whenever the Temple Baron came out. This one mm-hmm. was a different looking demon, gotcha. I think. Yeah, but um, you're probably like because at this point, all those demons are like getting mixed up. They, in my yeah, mind. they're yeah. starting to blur together. Yeah, um, he showed up and she ends up shooting this demon, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden comes to and realizes she shot Diane. Yeah instead like oh my god so she's seeing things that aren't actually there and then all the like ghosts people or real people i don't know like start cheering and clapping Clapping, and like sadistically like yeah laughing Mm -hmm. and mocking her basically it was really disturbing Mm -hmm. the way that they were laughing and stuff they did a really good job oh yeah with them their Uh, faces and the actors looked really crazy yeah deranged yeah um and their laughs did too and so she's like kind of freaking out and then she starts just reciting her like cops oath thing that she's been saying throughout the whole movie and this is the one that changes into something of god mm-hmm. and At the end, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then she just blows her head off she laughs and then yep puts the gun to her head and pulls um, the trigger analyze herself and, and she collapses to the ground and everyone is still there like clapping, like clapping cheering and then we get like it cutting to then the thrones and there's malam i guess and then her on the other throne dead slouched over um and we pan out and then we get her like <gasps> breathing breathing and the movie ends yep and uh-huh. that was it uh-huh. i almost wish it would have ended with um Whenever the interview with John was happening or like it showed the interview with John again at the end mm-hmm. and was reciting yeah, yeah. some more and words. And he was like, mark my words. Like I will have, yeah. I will come back. And like, I will come back. I mm-hmm. wish it would have rolled black screen mm-hmm. right there. I can see that. Yeah, I think that would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. And then they would have, they could have made, I don't see why they need to make a second one, but yeah. they could have. <laughs> no, I can. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it almost didn't really, really, it, it could have just it. left it there too, and I well, would have been fine with it. Him being, him saying that, and on the video, it, it gave very like mic drop. Yeah, like, exactly. Boom. I did what I, I said, what I, I said, said, and what I did I it. Bam. Yeah, because yeah. everybody's dead. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, that that is, is Malum. Twenty twenty threes. Malum. Malum. I said. I even try. I even did it like Malum. I mixed them. Malum. 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 Melon. Oh, Malum Lord. would make sense because it'd be like alum with a men, yeah, a m on it. Malum. I like that. Malum. Oh well. Um. Malum. I let's Malum. Just, let's dip into it for half of this movie being like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know what's happening. It's like throughout the whole movie too, I was like, I can't tell if this is good or bad, but like, I'm still liking it. Like, cause there were so many instances where I'm like, I'm genuinely like kind of like disturbed or um, scared or all the jump scares. And then like, um, it kept like just kind of building and building. Um, I think that the practical effects were just amazing. I think that there was a lot of good stuff going on there and 
I mean, there's obviously a lot of stuff that like rationally and realistically, I'm like, there's no way that someone in their right mind would stay through all of this or like would be like enduring even if you had like some sort of like I need to find out what happened to my father like I think yeah it would have sorry I don't it, it, I love my dad but I don't that would have been like a, enough to find answers like in let's, this situation let's leave and then we'll find out answers outside of this building at night by myself like yeah. maybe I'll come back with some people or something you know like yeah. it's just it, that that feels like a good time to like retreat and rethink and reassess um but um yeah I honestly I couldn't tell you I think really basically like the mom and the being in the call and her being already kind of indoctrinated and spoken for um kind of fucked Jessica over she kind of had no choice i guess yeah um and then i can't tell if the dad like lost his mind and then became a part of it or was a part of it the whole time or like they were a part of like that's where they even knew to find jessica or to mm -hmm, find diane mm -hmm. and knowing because diane says at one point that malum just showed up Malum just showed up on uh yeah, yeah, yeah. her doorstep one day. Like he and... did an age and it was like looking at a nightmare or a monster or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of questions. Um I know that it was a remake of that original Impregnated one. So... Her just so she could become mm -hmm. the queen. Yeah. Or like, yeah, what if her dad is not even her dad and John was her dad this whole time? Yeah. That could be a situation. I would um, like that. Yeah. Um I I feel like uh overall though, the it had some really good themes. It was only like an hour and 30 minutes. So it was pretty digestible. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of like that it's leaving me um, kind of asking more questions than like feeling um, like it was all like wrapped up. And now, OK, I know everything about it. I don't know. I kind of feel like it leaves it up to our interpretation and our imagination. And it kind of makes it a little scarier. Um, but I would probably give it like. Honestly, like, oh man, I honestly I'd give it four, 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 a four yeah. just for the amount of like tension that I was feeling and the amount that I was like, oh my bad, that I was like this on the couch, like uh, I don't know what's about to happen next, and yeah, then, or like this is freaking me out, like the shit just hit the fan and you have no clue what's going on, and honestly, just like what yeah. the fuck am I? I'm I'm just here for the ride, yeah. I have no clue what's going on. Anymore. And honestly, those like even like you said the the Betty the the was attacking her like the the makeup and all that department like it was really scary like these like people demon things and then like the actual demon at the end like there is genuinely spooky yeah like I could at least totally see that in my nightmares like freaking me out yeah mm -hmm. for sure mm -hmm. I agree I'd give it a four. I was like, whenever I got done watching it, I was like, I'm giving this movie a five. Uh, I really yeah. um, liked it. But I think I'm going to give it a 4.5. Gotcha. Just yeah. um, f because of the storyline and some have We bits. have too many questions. Yeah. Like it's almost like a little bit of questions is good, but then too many questions. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. um, but overall, it was a really... And her lack of reaction, like you mm, said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of pissing me off at times. Yeah. I'm like, girl, are you dumb? <laughs> yeah. Are you actually stupid? Let's get out of here. Mm -hmm. um, she, yeah. I, I think it was overall shot really well. It had really cool, like, camera sh angles and stuff like that that were 
intriguing and the storyline is just like a big what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. um which i like and i like cults and yeah i interesting. thought it was super interesting to watch and um th- it just left me having a lot of questions but i still am a big fan of it yeah for some reason i was just watching it and i was like i really enjoy this yeah and i, I think w- it's would want to watch it again it had me on the edge of like i don't know what's happening and then i don't know what's gonna happen next i guess yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think it was a very good film um and i will yeah i want to rewatch it to see if i can't pick up other things and see if there's some more foreshadowing and stuff that i maybe missed out on mm-hmm. and stuff like that um but yeah i think i would give it a 4.5 for me i don't have any fun facts today because all the trivia is is that this was a remake of the last shift yeah same and so i even tried to look up the last shift and then it, and it kind of almost seems like kind of beat for beat yeah what this was well yeah one of the reviews on imdb Mm -hmm. it's pretty savage um it says a laughable cash in by remaking his own movie from nine years ago (laughs) and so it he says there's something very very familiar i'm assuming this is a man because it seems like an asshole wrote it okay um (laughs) i could i could be wrong they gave it a three out of ten um, but uh, basically it says if there's something very, very familiar about the storyline in Malum, as if I had actually seen it before somewhere, perhaps I'm mistaken, but I sat with an overwhelming sense of, I've seen this already throughout the course of the 92 minutes that this 2023 movie played for. And then I found out that the director, Anthony de Blasi 2023's movie was just a remake of his own movie last shift from 2014. And he said, how lame is that? And I was like, that's really not that lame. Yeah, it's a, a kind of a common thing, and go for it. If Homeboy wanted to remake it, Homeboy can remake it. Well, it's like it's like anybody. It's like an artist or like music. Like if someone wants to remaster, like yeah, re- Taylor does it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone wants to redo something, I mean, I get it. Like I probably would too if I had a something that I thought was like a really fucking great idea, but it didn't have the budget or like the i didn't have the resources but now i do i'd remake it i'd remake it yeah Yeah. exactly and Mm -hmm. so it goes on to say if you've seen the 2014 movie last shift do yourself a favor and skip on this 2023 you've basically seen it yeah Yeah. it says talk about a lazy approach to directing um it says the acting performances in the 2023 were fair enough however that they weren't familiar with any of the cast ensemble in the movie and it's like well that's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know everyone in every movie. You don't. You don't have to have a big actor. And then then they say, now if you haven't watched the 2014 movie Last Shift already, then I guess you'll find some entertainment in this 2023 remake. But if you've watched a 2014 movie, there's very little to be thrilled about in this unnecessary remake. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that guy just shed all over it. But you know yeah, what? Hey. We liked it. We liked it, Mr. Anthony. Um, so good job. And uh, Blasi, we're hoping to see some other movies from you. I feel like you got some good ideas in you. Yeah. yeah. This was a very unique mm-hmm. kind of approach to a horror film, in my opinion. And I've never seen anything really quite like it. Well... I guess maybe there are. I mean, like, there are movies that kind of fall like cults and this and police officers and like, you know, investigative and type of movies, but people who are the last one in the building. Yeah. And kind of but, thing. but it's it definitely, trope, it but. definitely had its own spin to it. 
it definitely i feel like for a better like it, it it really i think it tried to bite a lot off that you know what i mean like it, it had a mm-hmm. lot of ideas going on and a lot of like I'm, I'm sure you know what this with like a limited series like eight episode series like we could go into the backstory of like her have two episodes where like now we're in the cult flashback when diane was young and like how everything happened how she got into it how like they excommunicated out now like it feels like there could be a lot more built onto it yeah Mm -hmm. i agree yeah but as always we're in the lovely rogue media network studios that's right they take great care of us and you can listen to us and all the other amazing podcasts on this network all in one central place and that is at roguemedianetwork.com.com and then if you want to listen to us on any of any place where you get your podcasts the biggest two would be apple and also spotify Mm -hmm. but wherever you do listen don't forget to rate review like and subscribe that's right because that's the only way we can get ahead in this world and word of mouth tell your Mm -hmm. friends tell your pigs tell your moms your cult leaders tell your cult leaders tell your john malams yeah um and if you want to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts on malam if you've seen it and whether or not you also called it maloom um please let us know to make us feel better Mm -hmm. um on our one social media platform which is instagram and that is at at Boobays Podcast, and that's at B-O-O-B-A-E-S, because we're your boobays, not your boobabes. That's right. And until next time, you guys. Bye, bays. Bye, bays. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.